This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Football is back, baby. (sighs) The thrill of the game. Cheering fans, touchdown dances, and absolutely BS calls from refs. But getting taken out of the game? (laughs) Out of the question. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits from local stores and get them all delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. Or schedule them for delivery up to two weeks in advance. Now you can keep the party going without missing a second of the action. And win or lose, Drizzly makes it easy to send the gift of beer, wine, or spirits to the fellow football fans in your life, especially if that means a little extra post-game gloating. Download the Drizzly app before game time or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Real Italian flavors are fresh, authentic, and never come in a bag. Like Carando Premium Meatballs. Our savored meatballs are made from 100% pork and blended with zesty Italian herbs, spices, and cheeses, delivering that perfect balance of fresh flavor you crave. From mozzarella rustica to cheesy abruzzese to spicy Sicilian, you'll find Carando meatballs in the refrigerated meat section of your grocer. Carando. Life is delicious. Savor it. For recipes and more, visit carando.com. Welcome to Cottage Talk Full Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is Emilio Donnell. I'm going to call him Angry Emilio because he has a lot to say about this 1-1 draw for Fulham. It's interesting, Emilio. Before the match, I would have taken a point, no questions asked. But in the end, maybe Fulham deserved more than that. Give me your opening thought. Give me Angry Emilio's opening oh. thoughts on what we watched today. Luckily, we weren't on there 10 minutes ago. I'm absolutely bloody furious, you know, despite getting a, an a, a excellent one-all draw. You know, for me, yep. it's two points dropped. You know, nothing to do with Fulham. It's just decision-making. You know, I'm absolutely bloody furious. You know, small clubs like Fulham, when do we ever get key decisions and key moments? You know, if, you, if, if this if this was uh, live 10 minutes ago, the fans would have heard me swearing left, right and centre, effing here and effing there. <laughs> but come on, that performance was heroic. You know, absolutely it feels gut wrenching because it's two. For me, it feels like two points dropped. 
for no fault of our own. When you have the officials, you know, always giving the big clubs, so-called big clubs, um, all the right decisions. You know, I look at the, uh, their penalty, our appeal for the penalty in the first half, head-to-head. I, you know, I, I thought ours was equally a penalty or not a penalty compared to Liverpool's one. But, you know, it's just... Just frustrating, to be honest. You know, we should have got. We deserve three points. We outfought Liverpool for most of the game. I actually didn't feel th- even when they equalised. I didn't get worried. I didn't think Liverpool were going to score a second goal. To be totally honest with you, I actually had confidence that we would hold on. I was more worried Leicester would have got a second goal two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, that's a good point. Liverpool. I wasn't that scared, but you know how much I hate Liverpool. I absolutely dislike them with a vengeance, <laughs> and I can't stand Jurgen Klopp. And that's where you get Klopp for disrespecting so-called small Fulham. Yeah, you, Jurgen Klopp, can't stand him. Sorry, guys. I have to swear. I'm That's on. okay. That's okay, Emilio. It's okay. I'm, I'm going to share some comments. Furious. And uh, let's start with our friend in Spain. We were bloody robbed. This is from Steve Reynolds. Yeah. This is from Brian Lake. Deserved yeah. all three points. Now, here's the counter to all this. This is our, our friend Mad Max. Mad Max says, we have just drawn Liverpool. Cheer up, lads. I am don't, I am very happy, Max. And we've, we've, out, you know, we've outfought so-called world champions of football. But when you've You've got officials, you know, seemingly more favouring the bigger teams. How do we get a chance to to recover from that? Just it's just frustrating, to be honest. But all credit to the team. We've got better and better each week. You know, maybe we rue the chances we didn't take in that first half when yeah. you're one nil. You know, when you've got those chances, you've got to be at least two goal cushion. When you're hanging on to a one nil lead, and Liverpool are always going to get a couple of moments here and there. But yeah. overall, fantastic team performance. Not, I'm not complaining about the point. It's yep. the actual. The, the the situation that obviously Liverpool got a controversial penalty and all that review of VAR of the first you know, our penalty decision in the first half. How many time? How many minutes did it take to make a decision? And yet it was turned down. I thought that, and the referee blatantly said that's a penalty for Liverpool. No hesitation. Just it's just frustration. I'd like to see Steve Lidiard's mm-hmm. view. But I'm you know me. I'm very neutral. I know. It's favourable. I'll give it if it's un, if it's against us. You know I'm 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 not biased, but that feels like being robbed, and I'm fed up of Liverpool and other big teams getting the decisions, but. Applaud the team. Yeah, and, Neil Stewart, Andre Mariners apparently Liverpool supported. Wouldn't surprise me. But Jurgen Klopp, go back to Liverpool and sod off, basically. That's that's what you get for disrespecting our beautiful team. Furious. Yeah, listen, I I hear you, my friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to keep sharing some comments. This is from Chris Davidson. It wasn't a penalty because we're not Manchester City. Yeah, yeah, same same thing. You know, we we don't get the. Again, the, the we've had this season, some that haven't gone our way. But I look at one game, two so-called decisions for penalties. One took five minutes to make a decision. Replay after replay wasn't given. Liverpool's won. Yes, it was handball, but I think it was harsh. The poor guy had to turn away not to be hit in the face. But that's deemed to be a penalty. Sorry, guys. It just 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 feels about being robbed. And there's VAR. Love it or hate it. It's there to stay. But it's, you know, it's sorry if I'm sounding downbeat, but. Oh, I understand. You should have been to the best so-called world champions of football. Okay, I'm just going to keep sharing some comments, my friend. This is from Mitchell Williams. Excellent performance. It's clear the officiating is afraid to upset the big Mm, clubs. We deserved all three points. Refereeing so biased. It's a shame, honestly. Big clubs get the decisions. Now, I just recently, obviously, before we came on, I watched Mm. back the decision for Liverpool and it, it's pretty mm. obvious you have two foam players turning and mm. they're probably turning to protect themselves. And yes, it does hit their arms, but again, it's mm. a questionable call in my book. The, the commentators I was listening to said it was a penalty. Andre Mariner obviously went with it being a penalty. Mm. 
is it okay for me to question that call, Amelia? Yeah, absolutely. You know, but again, it's the players aren't even looking at the ball, and the, I don't think the, the arms are that that far raised. To be honest, you know, the, the ball from that position, just outside the penalty area, you, you obviously you're going to hit the wall or get it slightly over the wall, and it's a, yep. it's a big opportunity for Liverpool to, or any team to score from that position. But the ball. Our defenders did their job to defend the wall. The, yep. the, the hand didn't give them an unfair advantage. It just literally just you're turning to the side to avoid being hit in the face. So what are you supposed to wear now? Face masks, face covers to avoid being hit in the face in, yep. to to prevent giving away a penalty. It's, it's ridiculous. Referees yep. have got to show a little bit more discretion here, and you know it just it just feels very harsh. And but you know at the end of the day, we've got a great point against a team, and that's right. Maybe in the first half again, we met. Like I said, I think we rude maybe the couple one chance or two that we could have should have taken in that first half, penalty or no penalty. If you're two 0 up, then Liverpool wouldn't have got anything out of that game today. But where's all the credit to Fulham? You know, you know, some some of our British journalists were you know were very positive about the club, you know, about the performance. Yep. Dis- you know that they were disrespecting Fulham today. You know, we 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 defended tirelessly. We created chances. We looked yep. dangerous. You know, just the difference was. We had a bit of qual- better quality up front in key positions. That's I think that would have been the difference, right? Know? Well, honestly, and I'm going to share this. This is from Brian Lake because he heard the same commentary I heard. Commentators were a bunch of clowns today, and again, it really is about Liverpool. It's about the big oh. clubs. This is what I heard, and I did hear some some good comments about Fulham. But overall, you know, there is this bias against the big clubs from hmm. the media, from you know yeah. the 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 ref. The referees, I mean, listen, it's part of the game. I was angry two seasons ago with, with the calls that went for Liverpool in both matches. Again, if you go back, remember those calls. But mm. what happens? Do we just say, okay, we have to accept it because it yeah. happens? But I think it's okay if we call it out. And that's what we're doing here today. But, yeah. Emilio, back to the big point. What is the biggest talking point to come out of this? And I would say we proved to everyone mm. around the world – every all the fans of all other Premier League teams and all the players and coaches that represent all the teams mm. that Fulham are going to be a team that is going to fight to stay in this league. Mm. And they should all take notice from this 1-1 draw. What is your biggest talking point? That's mine. Yeah, no, I think I think, it's, I think that's, a key, that's key for me because, you know, everyone, nobody gave, us, gave the club a chance. You know, we're, kind of, we're, all, we're all expected maybe a loss, let's be honest. But, you know, I, you know, I did say before the game to you and others that, don't be surprised with a cheeky one-all draw. You know, I'm always trying to be yeah, the optimist. Say that, say that this morning. So, in the day, but it just feels like you've been robbed. You know, VAR robbing us. To be honest, Liverpool could tirelessly seem to get the big decision. You know, maybe the other big clubs, Man City, and so forth. But as far as I'm concerned, what I think here is we've got better and better the last six weeks. You know, since you know that some of these games, these performances, we're not getting battered. We're not conceding many goals, you know, to be honest. And we are creating, but we managed to score against the world champions from open play. Liverpool had to score from a set from 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 the penalty spot to get something out of the game. So it's we are getting better. Just hope we can lift ourselves again on to Wednesday, because Wednesday is a more important game today. Absolutely. Today, today's done done and dusted. Let's enjoy the, the, the point. Let's enjoy taking the smirk off Jurgen Klopp's face. You know, and let's focus on Wednesday. Tomorrow morning, they'll be they've got a pat on the back tonight. Yep. Let's get those three points against Brighton. That's what's more important. But you know, this is still again a, a positive, motivating factor going in to the, the yeah. match against Brighton. Like you said, yeah. they actually have some momentum. I know exactly what happened with the penalty for Liverpool, but in the end, they know how they played. And yeah. I want to share this to you because. Chris is a good friend of mine. Chris is a Patriots fan, but he's a Liverpool fan. This is what Chris said. Mm. I have. To, 
to admit I hate the handball rule, even if it benefited my team today. So yeah, good yeah, good exactly. you for, for for sharing that with us. Yeah, yeah. I think I think at the end of the day, it's uh, Liverpool are always going to get. They're always going to raise their game. They've got to kick up the backsides at half time. You know, they're, they're lucky to only be one nil down. And I saw some comments here that maybe Cavalier is not a striker. And I think I agree with that. We know he's not going to score goals, but he's right. he's looked lively the last few games. But yes, he has. His end product is limited, and you know, on this day, maybe he should have buried one of those two chances. But equally, give the goalkeeper some credit for making some 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 top saves. Allison. I was hoping Allison wouldn't have started. I was hoping maybe the rookie keeper who played last week would have started today. Yeah. Who knows? One of those one of those may, may have gone in the back of the net. But overall, it's just when we do create chance. I've said it time time again. Whether you're playing Sheffield United or playing Liverpool, yeah. you've got to take your chances in this division. You're only going to get a handful each game, and it's critical you take them. And albeit we, we our goal was well worked, but you know it's, it's just disappointing that you know you come away with only a draw against the world champions. Yeah. You know so, but. Well, listen, we're going to be talking about the big controversial calls in just a bit. And, and please, mm-hmm. please keep your comments coming because I see several of them. Was it a penalty? Do you think that Liverpool deserved it? I certainly don't. No. Emilio doesn't. And I'm going to be sharing some more comments from the Fulham supporters because, like you, they agree with you, Emilio. But mm-hmm. let's, let's start. Let's talk about how Fulham set up here. And let's talk about the approach from Scott Parker. We have to give Scott Parker a lot of credit here mm-hmm. because – he wanted Fulham to be brave. Emilio, they were brave, especially in the first half. They yeah. again showed a great deal to all the fans, to themselves, to Liverpool. And uh, you know, they really took it to Liverpool. Let's talk about that. Yeah, and the way we were the way we were set up is obviously you can see now it's starting to play to a similar structure week in, week out now. So there's not many changes into the in the squad. Obviously, Lamina came in for Reed today. I assume that Reed was dropped and Lamina was getting you know my feeling. I'm, I'm not Overly impressed with Lamina so far this season, but he had a solid game to be honest. And you know, maybe him and and Giesa looked a little bit tired when we considered that that a free kick just outside the penalty, which Liverpool got the penalty from. But overall, Lamina had you know maybe did well and you know maybe warranted the the, the starting lineup. But overall, we were lively. We weren't giving the ball away cheaply. We were creating chances. We were passing the ball well. Good movement. Good overall, it was just, it was an excellent performance. We we didn't play like a bottom four team. We played like a good mid table team, given the top up, you know, the top, you know, the world champions and other, you know, a run for their money. But we did it against Leicester. We've now done it against today against Liverpool. But let's see if we can do it against the so called teams around us. Those are going to be the keys. It's more important to get three points against Brighton than three against Liverpool. So, uh, but overall, Scott Parker's starting to get a settled team now. You can see that. I mean, I know some fans are maybe. Wanted to see Tom Kearney play and Mitrovic play, but actually we've we've actually done okay without them playing in recent weeks. So right. clearly Scott's starting to start to get to a settled starting eleven with maybe a couple of tactical changes here and there. But you know, I'd argue that eighty percent of that starting lineup today are probably gonna be if injury free, we'll probably start most games this season. Okay, very good there, my friend. All right. Let's start with Right here, you know, again, we're talking about the approach in the first half. I'm going to talk about the goal from Bobby Decker to Reed. You've already mentioned this, so I'm curious what's going a little bit more detail. VAR looks at this. They said mm-hmm. Fulham didn't deserve a penalty. What's your thoughts on this? It, it's it's tight, but I'd say if we're going to be consistent, if there's if there's any uncertainty, you don't give it. To be honest, I think when there's any, but for me, I was just I thought I thought there was contact there. You know, I saw it several times. I looked at the replays time and time again. And for me, I thought 
there was there was some contact there. Even the commentators I was listening to here, the British commentators, were all saying that was a penalty. Here's um, from Ben Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I agree with Ben there. You know, that's why I'm frustrated. I was more nervous about who's going to take the penalty. I didn't expect the re- the decision to be over, not overturned, but not given. And the fact that even the referee went to look at the the, re- the replay himself, that gives me confidence that actually the VAR decision is not conclusive. Go and see it yourself, referee. And what? Right. So called, you know, so called Liverpool support. He decides no, not a penalty. So yeah, just frustrating. Just frustrating. I thought, I thought, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not a biased supporter when it comes to the decision. But for me, that was probably 80 percent a penalty for me. Okay, I'm just going to keep sharing some comments from the form supporters. This is from mm-hmm. Walsh. Kaz Foot was yeah. not the form off balance pen. And yeah. it's funny because, like I said, the commentary I've heard here was it was not a penalty. I'm mm-hmm. watching the NBC Sports broadcast on NBC Sports Network. They Again, the commentators they had said it wasn't a penalty. So, again, that's why I wanted to bring it up, wanted to get the views of the Fulham supporters and also from you, Emilio. So, it sounds Favoring like... Liverpool as well. See, these, you know, these, you know, these international commentators will always yep. favour the so-called big well, they club. They, they Liverpool didn't turn up today. Liverpool, Champions League fatigue, rubbish. At the end of the day, we've all got to play two games in a week. You know, So, Liverpool, you've got a big enough squad to, to have two teams playing one week in, one week out. So, yep. stop making excuses, Jurgen Klopp. You're a disgrace. Okay, very good. Listen, I'm just going to go back to this uh, little header here. Angry Emilio's announcement oh, yeah. because I'm really enjoying this. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> I'm what- angry. I'm trying to get swearing. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things. Like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Meet Harper, teammate at Truist. Hello! She was born to care and always had your back. Like the time her friend's bumper car took a gnarly hit. Oh no! His retainer went flying, but Harper caught it before it got crushed. Today, Harper's a teammate at Truist, the bank with Truist One Checking. With no overdraft fees, a $100 negative balance buffer, and automatic upgrades, Truist One Checking has your back, too. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. $100 negative balance buffer. Eligibility requirements apply. Truist Bank member FDIC. Okay, my friend. Let's now talk about something very positive, okay? Let's talk about the goal from phone. Let's talk about Bobby Decker yeah. over Reed. Again, a player that we've had this uh, yeah. discussion. Is he a Premier League player? He's scoring goals, Emilio. He's giving you the yeah. effort. So have you changed your mind on Bobby Reed? because he really has stepped up? Yeah, it's, 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 it's difficult when, you know, when you look at his, his performance over 90 minutes, you know, he's, he's taken his chances, but they're, 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 the simple things he doesn't do particularly well. And I'm going to give him credit because he took his goal very well. Good strike, yeah. bottom corner. You know, Alisson, top keeper, couldn't get anywhere near to it. But, you know, there'll be other times when he shows why he's, he's struggles to maybe be a consistently a top, a top you know, Premier League player because, you know, poor crosses, overhit passes, you know, those, it's those little things sometimes that make you a more rounded Premier League player. But, you know, in front of goal, he's been taking his chances. Give, give him his dues. He's he's lively. He's yep. been defending quite well as, as, a, as a wing back. So, you know, overall, he warrants his starting lineup. You know, I, I still have my doubts, you know, whether he's consistently a Premier League player. I think he can, he's shown that he can maybe play for a you know, bottom six team. But, you know, scoring goals, great. But it's those... Those finer details, you know, his, like I said, his crossing, his final ball, 
maybe a little bit harried with his passing at times when he could just be a little bit more composed. It's those little moments that release possession from Fulham to your opposition. And who knows? And there, there were times today when I thought we harried the, the, that final ball when it would just be a little bit more composed, keep possession, don't rush things, don't give the ball away cheaply because Liverpool will just come right back at you, to be honest. Yep. So, um, so, it's, it's, so I'm still divided about whether he's a Premier League player, but whilst he's scoring, whilst he's contributing in, you know, as a, as a wing-back, you've got to start him. So, yep. yeah, well, well done, Bobby Decadover-Reed. Absolutely. We've got to give credit to Bobby Decadover-Reed. I am giving him credit, Chris Davidson. <laughs> I'm reading your phone and I'm giving him credit. Okay, excellent there, my friend. All right, hmm. let's now talk about Liverpool a little bit because you've already talked about, and I know how you feel about Liverpool, but you've already mentioned this. Because when you look at the first half approach from Liverpool in the second half, they came out, again, like they had a point to prove. So mm. I have to ask yourself, why did they come out in the second half with a point to prove and they didn't show up in the first half? Like you said, I think that this is a lack of respect to mm. Fulham. You and I talked about this off air. Did they yeah. take Fulham lightly? Did Jorgen Klopp and the players take Fulham lightly? Yeah, absolutely. And he'll, like I said, he's probably, I haven't seen his, his comments off air, you know, but I'm sure he'll be complaining that they, they had a game last week in the Champions League, blah, blah, blah. But Jurgen Klopp, no different to every season. You've got Champions League football to deal with every single week. You know, so why is this any different? Stop making excuses. You've got a good enough squad there. And this is the thing. I thought Liverpool were there for, for the team. That's why I felt there was an op- there was an opportunity for a, a sneaky one or draw because yeah. they've got a slightly makeshift defence. And they're, they're not playing, they're not sort of playing firing all cylinders at the moment, are they, to be honest? They got hammered by Villa earlier in the season. They're not killing games off. So... I thought they were not there for the taking, but I thought I think Scott Parker knew that. I said, let's get at their defence because they are slightly vulnerable. They didn't they didn't dominate in their Champions League squad. I thought the Champions League group they had wasn't the strongest, and they struggled to qualify from that. So you know the, this this Premier League is is up for grabs. The top four, you know, anyone can win it, but equally it gives us a chance to to you know to fight for survival and, and keep ourselves in there. But for our, as far as I'm concerned, that Liverpool didn't give us enough respect, and that's the thing. And I don't care if Jurgen Klopp blames the Champions League fatigue or what have you, but in the day, every game is a game. You give it your best shot, and you know they took it too lightly. And you know yep. again, pick up the last second half, but equally, we resist. You know we 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 dealt with all that pressure. We, we sat did. back as you'd expect, but Liverpool struggled. They had a lot of possession. You'd expect that. You know, world class team, but. They didn't carve out, you know, how many clear-cut chances did they carve out? A couple in the second half, you yeah, know. And again, let's talk about it because they did have a few really good opportunities and Ariola has proven his, his worth, yeah. Emilio. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. You know, look, you know, he's 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 looking the top keeper that we've not had for a few seasons, you know. Outshines Sergio Rico from a couple of years ago. We've said that last week, but overall, it, it makes a difference. Once you've got a big keeper behind the sticks. Oh, absolutely. Schwartz, or you know, many years ago, you know, Schwartz was big. Guys, Van der Sar, you know, huge keeper for us over the years. So having him there, and then you're starting to see Adebayo, Anderson. They're looking. They're looking quality defender. It just, it just reminds you of Aaron Hughes and Breda Hangel, and just their rapport that the way they're they're communicating. Even the hand fists when they clear the ball. It's just, you see there's a good team spirit there. I think we're the beginning of the season. We were questioning, yeah. is there something going on in the dressing room? Do you remember what we were saying when we were getting hammered? I remember that. Out? I remember but that. I'm seeing now good team spirit there. They're all fighting for those points. That's right. They're fighting for those, you know, for those, you know, just the way they're just cleaning up each other. They're in, it's all, all the training, you know, gaming week, day in, it's day out. It's starting to pay off, Amelia. It it's is. really starting, starting to, to pay that. off. You're starting to see that. And so... I think we're still struggling with goals. I know it's, it's, I keep saying that, you know, Mitrovic, 
picked up another knock, you know, supposedly last yep. night. It's obviously, so, you know, we're a bit light up front. Yes, we took a good good goal from um, Bobby Reed, but on another day, if we had a, a stronger version of Cavalera up front, maybe the game would have been out of sight for Liverpool in that first half. Right, Emilio, but my counter to that is the building blocks and yeah. who Scott Parker is as a manager. Mm-hmm. He's a defensive in nature, so you start from the back and then you build up to the front. And I think mm. the fact that we are now seeing the defense really start to gel, mm. I think that, to me, mm. once you have that, then mm. you can really focus on on mm. the lack of goals. Like you said, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm there with you. Mm. But I think you need to get the defense down first. Yeah. And I think I think they're on their way, my friend. That, yeah. That's the, the positive to come out of this. Yeah. You're against Liverpool. <laughs> Look at the players they played against. And yeah. they – Fought to the end, and they uh, again. Was there a player that didn't give you one hundred and fifty percent? There was no. all the players did. All the players, all, all the, the players. players. Yeah. They they the they players. wanted this badly, and they played well as a team. That was a team effort, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. And we, again, see CJ the Jedi Master disagreeing with me about lack of respect. I honestly think Klopp will probably be making excuses, like I've said. But I'll, I'll listen to. I'll 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 see what he had to say after after we do this show. But overall, the players. You know, these are multi-million pound players on 200, yeah. 300 million pounds a week. If that's the best you can do because you're fatigued from last week, absolute nonsense. You've got a good enough squad there to pick a team to beat the likes of Fulham. So I'm going to, you know, give Fulham some credit, guys. You yeah. know, non-Fulham supporters or non-Fulham pundits. Stop blaming Liverpool for not turning up today because we put Liverpool on the back foot from the first minute and non-Liverpool biased supporters and commentators will all be saying Fulham deserve three points today. Okay, I'm going to share a couple more comments. We got so many from the Fulham supporters. This is from our friend Steve Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Good team performance, and we're getting better. Striker mm-hmm. needed for the final yeah, push. Yeah, yeah, Played we- a good side today and made them look average. Steve, I agree with all your points. Mm-hmm. Emilio, yeah. I, I think you agree with Steve Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Uh, I, again, um, I'm just going to keep sharing some more comments here because, again, it's just it's very interesting to to watch how how we're playing, and uh, and how we're growing as a team. This is from Brian Lake. Don't bother, boys. Klopp doing exactly what you said he would. Okay, so yeah. again, apparently he's he's doing yeah. some talking. But again, I haven't heard it, so I can't really comment on what mm. Jurgen Klopp had to say there. All right, good stuff. All right, Emilio, let's talk about some other key moments. I asked you this off air, and I think this is a talking point. Listen, if we're going to be fair talking about mm. the refs, did Fulham get a break here? Should Lookman <laughs> have gotten a red card? I'm I'm asking the question, and Oof. I'm asking the Fulham supporters. If we're being honest, should he have gotten a red card? Um, I think you've seen some given and some not. I think if you look, I think it's one of those ones. I think we on on another day we might we we he might have got a red card, and I think maybe because there was not any cynical fouls during the game, I thought the referee did well. Just let the game flow. You know, the the, the game was played in good spirits throughout. So I'll give Liverpool some credit, despite being one 0 down and showing frustration. Yep. Overall, it there was a few, there was a few little niggles here and there. I mean, that was more Liverpool showing frustrations first half. But overall, yep. if the game was more, what's the word I'm looking for? If there was a lot more aggression between the two teams, the referee might have been more inclined to yep. give a red card because I thought it was it was a gentle game, no no massive poor poor fouling, no n- nasty fouls, etc. No. I was just swearing them back, you know, back, you know, you know, nobody, there was no controversial performances from the players to warrant sort of yellow cards throughout. I think if the game was played with in worse spirits, I think he might have yep. got a red card. So okay. I think the referee was influenced by the fact that maybe 
the game was played in good spirits. But on okay. another day, that could have been a red card, yes. Okay, now here again from Chris, our, a friend of mine who is a Liverpool supporter. The incident looked worse in slow-mo, so a booking was fair. So he he's not okay. really talking okay. about it being a red card. I haven't seen it, but I haven't seen the, the replay too often there. But uh, like I said, I think on another day, we could have had a red card go, you know, for, for Lookman. But overall, I think because of the spirit of the way the game was played, the referee, I think, played it, made it fair and balanced. Okay, very good. All right. Now we have to get to the key decision here because, again, if this decision does not turn this way, Fulham get all three points. So the decision by Andre Mariner. Yeah. A Liverpool penalty. And just describe in your mind when you saw this happen and I watched it back and I watch Kamara and he's turning and it looks like he's trying to get out of the way or trying to protect himself. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to get hit. And uh, again, the commentary I heard is that he needed to do more and not be so worried about getting hit. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts about this? Again, from what I heard here in America on NBC Sports, they said this is a penalty. Do you agree or disagree? And I'm going to share some comments from the phone support. Um, yeah, we've sort of covered it, haven't we? I, you know, I was, I'm, me being furious at the beginning of the show is obviously the fact that I, I think look at the two penalties in conjunction with one another rather than looking at them in isolation. Yep. You give one, you give the other. Maybe if you gave Fulham a penalty that you weren't uncertain, maybe you give something back to the opposing team. because okay. you've maybe, But for me, if, how was that so immediate? The referee made his decision immediately. No replays, no nothing. Straight penalty. Yep. That took five minutes to make a decision, replay after replay, you know. So that, that's a frustration for me. And, okay. and I want to also focus on losing possession in key moments, even contributing to the free kick that resulted from the penalty. That, yes, we were getting tired. The legs were a little bit jelly-based. So maybe we could have done better with clearing a ball. You know, yep. when, that for me, Fair. you've got to be more decisive when you're defending in those key areas because you know what level, the quality level will have. So for me... Yes, you know, I was absolutely furious that they got the penalty and the decision their way, but we could have defended better before we conceded the free kick. For me, that's that was a turning point for me. It's a silly free, and maybe we could have been a little bit more smarter yep. and defended better there. They got yep. a free kick, and obviously they, they, the referee gave them a penalty for it. Yeah, I just want to share this from Harriet Oglethorpe. Penalty yeah. was really harsh. Both players yeah. turned the back, yeah. which is true, but ball hits AK's arm. It does. He wasn't even looking. Where's his arm supposed to be? And that's a good point, Amelia. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's where's the protection for the, play, the players who are defending? Yeah. You, know, you know, just let it hit your face, get knocked out for six. It's it's the rules are the rules, I guess, at the end of the day. But it's just it's just it's a consistency. I thought, yep. if that was a penalty, so was ours in the first half. Yes, we may call not both ways. Is what you're saying, Amelia? Call yeah. both ways. Yeah, okay. yeah, it has to work both ways. But I just sometimes feel if we, if it was if it was Fulham versus Burnley. Would Burnley have got a penalty? Maybe not. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I just feel some no, of the big teams get the decision. That's they what do. Saying. They absolutely do. I, you know, this is not a myth. It's actually true. Mm. The big teams get get the calls. There's no question about Dariola, it. Ariola, you know, could he have saved the penalty? I thought it was. It I was thought a, maybe he could have done a little bit better. Yeah, but he, he, he did make better. some good saves, though. Yeah, but he did make some good saves. But yep. you know, that was at a good good height for him. Good height for yep. a goalkeeper. He went the right way. You know, the force of Salah's shot obviously just got the better of him. But on another day, maybe. We could have saved that penalty, but overall, I'm not complaining about the one or draw. Far from it, but it's yeah. gutting. You know, it's gutting. Um, but okay, okay. This is I, at that moment, yep. know, I think it was Lamina and uh, Mangisa both looking very tired. It's yep. sloppy. You know, you can't you can't afford to give away stupid free kicks. We did that time and time again last season in the championship. Do you recall? Yep. How many times we oh, absolutely. 
free kicks in those dangerous areas, just those little moments, and it just takes a fraction of a second. Look, you, you take the free kick, bang, hits their arm penalty. If we cleared the ball better, there would be no free kick and no controversial penalty decisions. It's just those small moments. Sure. And uh, irony of all ironies, we're doing this show live, and I have this on mute so I can't hear, but I'm actually looking at Scott Parker talking about the match, and I, I'll watch that after we're done because I'm curious what Scott will be proud. Think. He'll be proud of that team performance. I have a feeling that's exactly what he's saying, Emilio. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty that, sure he is. And having all, right. all our supporters there as well, the 2000 oh. was cheering the club, I think that's that spurred the team on. We haven't talked about that, have we? So Let's I think- talk about that now because it's funny. I, I mentioned that on the preview show about the fans being back, how much of an impact would it have, Amelia? I think it had a massive, huge impact. Massive. I think we were saying at the beginning of the season, weren't we? I think when we were, we, were, we were being out for, we lost to Arsenal, lost to Villa comprehensively. We were, Having the fans, a smaller club will benefit from the fans more so than a bigger club, to be honest. And I think having those 2,000 fans there made a difference, to be honest. You know, I didn't apply to the ballots. I still feel a little bit uncertain, you know, yeah. being in public places because of this bloody coronavirus. But overall... Yeah. Those fans spurred the team on throughout, you know, cheering them on, applauding the team. And imagine going out, going off at half time, one nil up against the world champions, and then you have your two thousand fans applauding you off the pitch. Imagine that. Imagine the the, yeah. the buzz you get. So that's gonna that's gonna do us well. And hopefully on Wednesday night against Brighton, we can we can step up and 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 get on the front foot like we did today. I just a little bit worried. Three, you know, the game's only three days away, so let's hope there's no injuries, and hopefully we can. We can step up and play at the same. The confidence time. level has to be yeah. so high. Yeah, it has it to is. be like through the roof. The games are coming in thick and fast now over Christmas, yep. so we're going to make sure we keep injury free. We're starting to get a few. There's a bit of rotation in the squad potentially. You know, like yep. Lamina coming in for Reed, Mitrovic hopefully will be fit enough to come back on the bench and you know maybe pose Brighton problem. I actually thought Mitrovic he was fit. He may have started today because I would have thought he would have given the Liverpool defence problems, but yep. obviously we didn't need him. You know, and Tom Kearney. We haven't talked about Tom Kearney today. No, Tom Kearney didn't play either. You're listening, but no disrespect. I, you know, we're not missing him. It's weird. That's not going to go over well in Spain. I but, think uh, it was hard to be dropped a few weeks ago for Loftus-Cheek. And Loftus-Cheek didn't, maybe didn't have the, again, average performance from Loftus-Cheek. Yep. I think it was more the, more the weaker performance. There are only weaker performances today. But overall, sure. Tom Kearney, we have not missed him. You know, tell me one reason why Tom Kenny should come back and see. Maybe for Loftus cheap, but for me, maybe for Loftus Honestly, we can't get back. You know, get back to full fitness. So, um, so yeah. Overall, you know, let's let's look forward to Brighton and um, let's let's pick ourselves up again. You know, absolutely, my friend. Yeah. And that's going to lead me to ask you this question because I I think when we talk about Brighton, we have to talk about this subject because you have a lot. To choose from, who's your man of the match? Because good these question. players have to be sky high with their performances. Who's your man of the match? Good question, good question. I can't, I can't honestly can't. You know, I don't want to cheat here and sort of get it saying the whole team deserves to be man of the match. But you know, I look at individual performances. Cavalera gave them problems, but you know, if he, better finishing, he should have scored a goal. For me, I thought Robinson had. Yeah, I agree. Robinson looked very lively today. He's, he's had his critics in recent weeks. People started to criticise that. You know, Robinson. Not not good defense, you know. Average defending and maybe he's crossing into the penalty area not good enough. But he's looked very good. Yeah, I thought Lookman looked dangerous. You know, I'm, if anyone I'm going to give it to is probably Lookman. I know he's maybe somewhat shadowed by that that yellow card, but everyone played played well. Everyone played well. I, it's David. I'm, I'm struggling to choose who man of the match. I'm going to give it probably to Lookman. To be honest, I thought Lookman looked very dangerous. Lookman, okay, he looked very lively today. 
Okay, that's very interesting. And it's funny because, uh, again, this is from a, a friend of mine who was a Liverpool supporter. He just, again, yeah, just said it was a yeah. team effort. Gave it, gave it to a home team. I'm struggling. Anderson looked colossus in defence as well. You know, he got a yellow card in the first half. But, again, you know, he's he's now proven to be a, a captain, a good leader from the back. We've, we know we need that to be honest. We're not, you know, we've we've struggled having a a captain. I know Tom Kenny's been a solid player for us, very 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 consistent over the last few seasons. But we've always questioned his ability as a captain. Yep. Anderson, I'm seeing talking to the players, yep. leading from the back. Chris Davidson has Anderson as the man of the match. Yeah, yeah, I think but you know, Anderson and Lookman for me, they're they're the two because but Cavalero looked lively and will probably start again again on Wednesday. I don't see many changes on the starting lineup against Brighton. Okay. Very good there, my friend. Listen, it's good to let you voice your opinion. Be angry, Emilio, for about a Not half often. hour because, because it doesn't happen that Not often. Not so often. I'm glad, glad that you had a chance to really express yourself. I have to share this because this is a typical Giannis. So I just have to share this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that yeah, knows Giannis. Yanis cannot you, stand Florida Ite, so I, I just had to throw that in. You there. look at Yanis's profile, you put his comment up again, you'll see there yep. he's got Paolo Rossi, the uh, Italian uh, yes. world class international striker. We get a striker like him in January, we'll stay up. Okay. That's well, what we need. A striker. Well, I agree with you, my friend. I, I totally agree with you that they need a striker. There's no question about it. I think that's a, a huge miss right now. They mm. need someone that can put the ball in the back of the net. With the situation with Mitro, sounds like he's just not fit right now. And I don't think he's been fit since he's returned. I think you even said that to me. I agree with you on that. Yeah, so it, yeah, something's not right there. He wasn't fit when we returned back from the championship. Those last nine games, he struggled. You know, he had his injury, didn't play in the final at Wembley. So he's not he's not the player he was. And, you know, but are yeah. we missing him? We're not necessarily missing him. That's the thing. It's, it's yeah. very, strange. very strange. I'm going to keep sharing some comments because we, we keep getting different names. Ariel Ortosin for me, you know, again, oh. we, we're, we're getting, and that to me is what's so encouraging is that the fans mm. are watching this match and they're giving you different names. And that tells you that the performances yeah. were just that good, Emilia. Exactly. And I think the key thing here is Scott Parker, well done. You're getting the best out of these players. We're starting to see the players gel. We're starting to get great performances, especially in defense. We've sorted out our defense now. Yes. That's the key thing. Now let's sort out our striker situation yeah. in January, but overall, you know, look at Sheffield United getting battered week in, week out. Yeah. From lacking goals and not, you know, they're, 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 they're going to be in the bottom three. I worry for Burnley because Burnley's home form normally yep. gets them out of trouble. But, you know, we start picking up or beat Brighton on, on, on Wednesday night, we can overtake them. And yeah, then sure. we start to worry about all our darlings of Leeds United. Look at Leeds United. No one's talking about them. They they're, 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 they started well, but they're dropping off as well. So it's, it's there's a lot to play for. Okay. Lot to play. The next two games are crucial, though. Totally agree, my friend. I'm going to keep sharing Man of the Match because, because some of them are really excellent. This Very is true. from Brian Lake, 2,000 supporters at the Cottage Man of the Match. I completely agree with yeah. that. You know, again, because they had an impact on this match. We can't not talk about the supporters because, again, I'm so happy that everyone was there. But on the flip side, I think you're going to enjoy this one, Emilio. This is from Jeff Wozniak. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would get a little chuckle. Thank you. Yeah. From that one, I thought I, I thought that was. Uh... Don't get me going again. I've <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, listen, we're, we're going to wrap this up. Final thoughts before we wrap this up, mm-hmm. Amelia. Um, fantastic. Proud of the team. Proud of every player who played tonight. Proud of Scott Parker. You know, it's Liverpool. You should be ashamed of yourselves, really, for you know, disrespecting us. But overall, 
let's not worry about Liverpool. Let's worry about ourselves. We've got a, a point that few of us expected. Yep. We, we've shown we can compete. Done against Leicester. Done against Liverpool. You know, just let's do that against the Brighton's and Newcastle's. That's what we need to do. I'd rather we right. beat, I'd rather we draw against Brighton than Liverpool. So, but we need to be beating Brighton on Wednesday night. We've got to you know t- pick ourselves up and and get those three points on the board. That's key for me. But overall, there's a lot to look forward to. This team is getting better week in week out, and it's starting. To, you know, Scott Parker's decision making is going to be difficult because he's going to who, who does he start to play? Where does he fit Kearney? Where does he fit Mitrovic? There's no room for them. But overall, very proud. We're very heroic. But overall, Liverpool didn't give us many problems. That's the thing. They scored from a penalty. They didn't okay. score from open play. So fantastic performance, Fulham. Proud of you. Okay, excellent. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cars Talk full-time. I could just call this the Angry Emilio episode, but it's been very good. But we will have a post-match show in the upcoming days. But let's wrap this up. For Emilio Donnell, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cars Talk. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.